Welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Chizik Daily Call. On behalf of the OU, this is Naftali Herman. It's great to be back with each and every one of you. Thank you so much for joining the program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Chamishi, the 24th day of the month of Sivan. I'd like to thank our incredible and generous sponsors for their continued support. And I also want to apologize. There was a sponsorship left out uh, in today's email for that. I apologize by the Katz family, Lily Nishmat, Eliyahu Moshe, and Abraham may his neshama have an Aliyah. Um, and I'd like to thank all of our sponsors and whose names are prominently listed in the OU Daily email. To sponsor future programs, please visit OU.org slash call. Please note the deadline to submit a sponsorship for Monday's program is today at 5 p.m. Eastern. On behalf of the OU, it is my distinct honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Daniel Yaldinsky of Kielas Moreshes Yaakov in Brooklyn, New York, to share Divrei which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Binsky slowly reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Karat Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Kuf, Chaf Aleph, and Kuf Lamed, the chapters 20, 23, 121, and 130 will be followed by the Mishaberach Lecholim with a sizable pause to insert the names of all those whom we are davening for, and we will conclude with the recitation of Achenu. In addition to all of, of who we are davening for, please kindly keep in mind in your tefillos and your prayers, Tinok ben Chay Esther, again, Tinok ben Chay Esther, who's very much in need of our tefillos. Also, I want to wish a mazel tov to Rabbi Vinsky. Him and his wife recently had a baby boy, so mazel tov to them. Machosh continue for all of us. Bechavod, with great honor, Rabbi Vinsky. Good afternoon, everybody. Rabbi Herman, thank you again. Thank you for hosting this, and thank you for the mazel tov wishes. Everybody should have only simchas by them. Simcha v'nachas v'chol tfutzi Yisrael. <coughs> I appreciate again you inviting me again. It's a, really a big privilege to be a part of this. And I had in mind to to um, to quote some quote quote but to make a point out of something that I when I was going over the email you sent me yesterday. Um, there was one part over there which caught my attention. I would like to begin with that because I, I feel that it has a, a very a very powerful message. It goes like this. Okay, Ravinsky, thanks for being part of the program. In response to the COVID-19 outbreak, now this is when? This was before, uh, every January, February, March, April, we're holding already 2022. COVID-19 outbreak was 2020. Um... And this line that this Tehillim call and the, the, the Chizik and the Tehillim started then, yet it's still going on now. And it's going on strong. It speaks volumes. It speaks that, um, and I'll, I'll, explain, I'll say it with a story. I believe it was Rabbi Levine. Rabbi Levine was in a taxi. And um, the taxi driver, you know, especially in Israel, they, you know, one beautiful thing about it, you know, the taxi driver, it's not a taxi driver, it's your brother. You sit in the front seat, you talk, everyone, he tells you his whole life story. It's like, it's not a stranger, it's, uh, you know, brothers. 
And he's talking to Rabbi Levine, and he's telling him about his friend who recently became fully observant, you know, fully, I should, became a full Torah Jew. Started keeping all the mitzvahs. And he said, you know what happened? He had a, one, he had a very, very terrible uh, stomach pain. And uh, he went to the hospital, and they couldn't figure it out, and he accepted in himself to become a Shema Torah Mitzvah, you know, to keep the, the, the laws of the Torah, and to live the life. And he got better. Incredible story. Beautiful. And Rabbi Levine is looking at this, uh, at this driver who is evident, def, doesn't, definitely doesn't look as if he uh, lives a Torah lifestyle. And he says, no, what about you? So he says, well, listen, Rabbi. He had the stomach pain, not me. So many times... Um, yeah, we get awakened by a crisis, we get awakened by something. So we hear a tragedy happens, we should tell something goes on, and for a few days we're, you know, we're, 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 we're awake. But then we go back to sleep, unfortunately. Now when I was reading this line, that this was dated January 2022, this is the previous email, and we're holding now, you know, in June 2022, Two years later, but yet we're still holding on. We're, still, we're, we're not going back to sleep. And that, in my mind, is, is, is something huge. Because it, it's a tremendous statement. A huge statement of, we're, we're sick with love for you. We're, we're, we're yearning for you. And that leads me into a point that I wanted to discuss um, with all of you. Wherever you may be, you know, we're all, you know, we may be in physical different places, but we're all one, we're one body. And this is a point that um, I've been discussing over the past few weeks, been thinking about a lot. And every time that I say it over, it comes out, you know, a little different, maybe more, maybe less. Something that I really want to share. We said just before about stay, about staying up about staying, uh, not going back to sleep after, uh, you know, after a crisis, or really after any event that makes an impression on us, to, to stay awake. Um, I may be wrong, but I find that throughout the year, right, we have, we have different times in the year, right, there's Sukkot, there's Pesach, there's Rosh Hashanah, there's Shavuos, Three weeks, there's Tishabov, there's El. And during all of those times, during all of those times, we, um, now there's a mode that we get into. In Pesach, we get into the modes, right? Matzah, freedom, freedom, we're free. Shavuot is Kabbalah Satayra, the acceptance of the Torah. Comes the Shoshani and Kippur, there's the awe of the days. And it comes the three weeks, and Tishavov, uh, and the nine days, and there's the the mourning, the sadness. But I wonder. You know, I I heard a, a it was it seems to be that there was a minig that in in uh, years back the kinnis for Tishavov 
were, were soft cover. They were never these hardcover books that we're familiar with today. And I heard somewhere, I don't remember now where, that the reason for that was because they would put them in Seamus after Tishalov. They would put them in, you know, getting ready for burial, put them in where, why? Because we're not going to use them anymore. Any uh, holy object which has the name of Hashem, it has to be buried, it can't just be discarded. Well, so we, but it was, it was prepared. You know, this is a one-time use. Not something that will be, uh, that we'll need again. And when I heard that, it made a tremendous impression. Why? Because it, sh- it showed me, at least for myself, that there is a, there is a way to live, that this is not just another life cycle event, another time of year, um, which we go through, and there is emotions that we go through. But it's an outlook on life. It's an outlook of who we really are and being in touch with ourselves and being in touch with where, where we come from and where we're going. And, you know, although now it's not even Chodesh Tammuz, we're still in Sivan, in the month of Sivan. But I said, since when? Since when are we supposed to talk about the, you know, the, the destruction of the Vesemik? There's only in Antishabov. Maybe we should try to get ourselves into a mindset and to start living as redeemed people. To start living as people who we realize that this is only temporary. Baruch Hashem, the Jewish nation is blessed with an abundance of organizations that help in every, every situation that one may find themselves, whether it's illness, whether it's, perhaps a big, you know, a, a, a loss in the family, and also with simchas, with weddings, and, and so many. But we, did we ever stop to think that there will come a time where all that won't be necessary because we'll be in such a better place when there will be no sickness and no suffering? Are we prepared to live in that reality? Let's say uh, an amusing anecdote about the Knesset, right? Mashiach came to the Knesset. And he came into the Knesset and he said, Oh, here I am, Mashiach, I came. And this guy tells him, What are you coming now? I didn't become the Minister of Absorption. I didn't become the Prime Minister. I didn't win this election. Come back in a year from now, we'll talk. Are we prepared? Are we, are we prepared to live in that reality? The question is how? What's the practical way that we can get ourselves ready, not just on Tisha to sit down and cry on the floor, but that every single day of the year we should train ourselves to live with that aspiration and with that yearning in a tangible way? And I thought, and I remember growing up, one of the, the strongest stories that stood out in my mind since I'm a child was that of the Chavetz Chaim, who he would sit and wait for Mashiach. He would get dressed in his Shabbos clothing, and he would wait for Mashiach. And um, it's very nice, but most of us, I don't know, don't really do that. We don't go to the window and sit and wait for Mashiach. 
Maybe we could. Maybe we should. What's something that we do anyway that we can translate into something that's a, and that's a physical action of saying, here I am, I'm waiting. And I thought and I thought and I thought. Shabbos. Shabbos is a taste of that amazing reality where everything is perfect, where everything is as it should be. And we get ready for Shabbos. There's a mitzvah of place with Shabbos, of adding on to Shabbos. And I thought, maybe when, if we were to get ready for Shabbos, besides having in mind the covered Shabbos Kiddush in honor of the Holy Shabbos, maybe to do it maybe a few minutes earlier, and say, Rabbi Shalom, I'm waiting for you to redeem. I'm waiting to go home. I'm waiting for you to take me home. And little by little, it becomes part of us. And it becomes something real. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't just become a ritual that we do, that we sit on the floor because that's what we do. Which in itself is a tremendous thing, the fact that we remember. And Napoleon said that a nation that can still stay connected, after so many years, you can't destroy such a nation. But let's take, let's step it up. Because we gotta get out of here. And let's begin to show ourselves and show the bunch of them that this is real. And we're ready and we're prepared and we're getting ourselves ready. Did, did we ever think, maybe let's prepare before Tishabov. Besides a, a, a speech or a thought about the destruction, let's try to imagine for a second, what would we say if Mashiach would have come? Instead of sitting on the floor, we'd be sitting around the Yom Tov Suda. What prayer would we say? What would we share with our family? And the same we prepare for Pesach and Sukkot, because we know that it's coming. To prepare for Tishabov in that way as well. To be prepared with a vark because Mashiach is going to come. And oh, he'll never because he doesn't come. But hopefully he will. But to be prepared in the event that he will be here by then, to be prepared. And maybe with that mindset, maybe that itself will hasten the day that we're all waiting for. And the Yodainu, it's in our hands, we can do this. A generation in which the Besamidish was not built. It's as if he destroyed it. How can we hold, how can we hold, hold that again on our account? It must be that we're able to rebuild it. Yes, us, 2022, we can rebuild it. We can do what generations before us couldn't. We have the power. Not that they couldn't, they were able as well. We all have that ability. And we can do it today. We can still have. We, we, we can live to see that sooner than we think. Let's start getting ready. Thank you very much for your attention. I thought I thought that I thought was I had an opportunity to share. Very soon may our eyes see the return, Shem's return to Tian Yerushalayim, and we should all have an ultimate nechama. We'll experience what it means: true simcha, true a true relationship across the Hashem. We'll now say the Tehillim. Perakhof, chapter 20.
למנצח מזמור לדוד, יענכו אדוני ביום צורו, יסגב חושם אלוהי יעקב, ישלח אזרחו מקוידש ומציון מסודקו, יזכור כל מנחוצך ואוי לו זכוי דש נשא לו, ייתן לכו חלבובך וכל התוסכו ימלא, נדננו בישועותך ובשם אלוהינו נתגול, ימלא אלוהינו כל משאלו יפכו, עתו יודעת יגישי אלוהינו משיחוי, יענהו משמי קודשוי בגבולוי שישי מינוי, אלה בורכה ואלה בסוסים, ואנחנו בשם אלוהינו אלוהינו נזכיר, הם מוכרו ונופלו ואנחנו קמנו ונצעידות. אדוני הושיעו המלך יעננו ויום קוראינו. למנצח... מזמור לדוד אדוני רואי לא יחזור, בנוי בשר ירביצני על מי מבוכוי סיונה עלייני. אף שישוי וימחני במגלי צדק למען שמוי, גם כי אלך בגי צלמון ואצלו ירו רוקי עתוי מודי. שבתך ומשענתך אוהימו ינחמני, תערוך לפון על שולחון נגד תוי ודוי. משען טוב השם אלוהי שיכוי סירבויו, אך תוי וחסד ידפוני כל ימי חיוי, ושבתי בבית אדוי נוי, ואוי דרך יומם. שיר למה אלוהיס, אסו עיניי אלה הורים מאין יבוא יזרי, עזרי מימה בינוי, עושי שמיים ואורץ. אל ייתן למוי תרגלכו, אל יונום שמרכו, הנה לא יונום ולא יישון שמר ישראל. אדינוי שמרכו, אדינוי צלחו, על יד ימינכו. יוימום השמש לא יככו, ויורח מלוי לו. אדינוי ישמורכו מכל רו, ישמור את נפשכו. אדינוי ישמור את עצמו ויכו, מעטו ועד עולם. Kapitel Kuf Lamed, Chapter 130. Shira ma'alois mimamakim kerosicho adoinoi, adoinoi shimo vekoili, yeno oznecho kashugoi kakoil tachanunoi. Yim adoinois tishmorio, adoinoi miyamoid, ki yimcho azlichol lemanti vorei. Kivisi adoinoi, kivison afshi, tenid voroi hoicholti. Afshil adoinoi, vishanid vlaboiker, shemrim vlaboiker. יחל ישראל אל אדוני, כי אם אדוני יחסר להרבה עמו יפדוס. והוא יפדה את ישראל מכל אבוי נוסף. מי שבירך אביסי נעברו מצחוק ויעקב מוישה ארון, ובשלמו ישראל לזכור אוכל ולאו, הוא יבורך וירפא את החולם. בעבור שלנו מספרלים בעבור המסחרדה הקדוש ברוך הוא ימלא רחמים עליהם להחלים עבור רפויסם ולאחיוסם וישלח להם ערב רפואה שלהם מן השמיים לכל איבוריהם ולכל גידיהם ותשר חיל ישראל רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף אשכבה גולו בזמן קורי ונאמר אמן אחינו כל בית ישראל הנשואים בעצורו ובשביעו עם דין בין ביום ובין ביבושו המוקוי מרחם עליהם ויוציאם מצרו לרווחו ומאפלו ויורו משיבוד לגבולו 
Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Dinsky, and I want to thank Shazak as well for their support and assistance in connecting us once again with you. We look forward to having you back in the very near future. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and a refua for all of those in need will be answered with Tova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern with hearts full of faith. Stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic. Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day and a wonderful Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom.